Coming up on today's episode of Sports Talk from the crib, we're getting to the Week 2 marquee matchups. We got a lot of exciting ones. Can Lamar Jackson and the Ravens overcome all these injuries and defeat the Chiefs in Week 2? We got Buffalo, Miami. Can the Josh Allen and the Bills rebound as they go down to Miami? Also, one of my favorite QB matchups, Dak versus Justin Herbert. Who's going to win? All that more coming up. Welcome to our episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. I'm going to get into some of my favorite Week 2 matchups in the NFL. But first, I want to start off with the Monday Night Football game. I want to start off the show with this because Monday night, I'm I'm falling asleep. And I actually do fall asleep the fourth quarter. Ravens up 17-10. I wake up and I'm like, 33-27, the Raiders in overtime. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the, what the heck did I miss? I missed an exciting finish. And what turns out to may have been the game of the week. Monday night football thriller in Las Vegas. They finally got all the fans back, ready to go. Stadium looks incredible. And <laughs> they come out and what the, what a heck of a game. I had to rewatch it. I actually rewatched the fourth quarter. That's where you know I fell asleep. And I'm like, wow. 24 total points ended up being the combined score in the fourth. Derek Carr ends up 34-56 for the game, 435 yards and two touchdowns. Darren Waller, 10 receptions, 105 yards and a touchdown for the Raiders. But they were misconnecting early, especially that first half. Derek Carr missed a few throws. Darren Waller missed a few catches. You're like the Raiders kind of struggling a bit here in the first half in the course of the game. And then fourth quarter, lights out. Dominant, entertaining. It's a typical Vegas showdown. Like, show. It's a typical Vegas show. Very entertaining. John Gruden, after the game, said he felt like a cat, had nine lives. You're damn right, you did. <laughs> it was just crazy. Like, even in the end of the game, 37 seconds left, you think the Ravens won with the field goal. Nope. Derek Carr comes back, makes two incredible throws, gets him in field goal range. Carlson hits the field goal, ties it up. Even in overtime, the Raiders looked like they wanted it twice. They had that one play get called saying he was down at the half-yard line. Derek Carr tries sneaking in, doesn't get it. Then next thing you know, it's a false start, and it's a pick in the end zone. So the Ravens can get the ball. Then Lamar Jackson fumbles. Ravens get it back. Walk-off touchdown to Zay Jones. It was less like... It was damn sure entertaining. <laughs> but that was this Monday Night Football. What a way to kick off the season on Monday night. Derek Carr and the Raiders with a crazy, insane victory. And it puts him in the class with the West. NFC West, everybody won. 4-0 NFC West. Now the AFC West, everybody won. They're all 4-0. So the West Coast teams, 8-0. On the weekend. Shout out to the West Side. <laughs> okay, now let's get into one of my favorite marquee matchups of the weekend. Buffalo at Miami. Bills. Dolphins. I'm actually going to be at the game in attendance. So I'll be there firsthand to witness this. 
Of course, the Bills got upset in week one versus Steelers. Dolphins held off New England's late push against rookie Mac Jones. So he came out with a big victory. Xavier Howard, a huge you know, turnover, got there, stripped the ball for the Dolphins, and Dolphins were able to seal the victory as they got a, you know, a couple first downs and ran out the clock. So they spoiled Mac Jones' debut in week one. Can they spoil Josh Allen in week two? Now, Josh Allen against Miami in his career is actually 5-1. and one. Plays very, very well against Miami. One of the key components of this game I want to look at is going to be the rushing attack for the Bills. Devin Singletary had 11 carries over 70 yards in the first week versus Pittsburgh. Bills got to run the ball. Josh Allen passes it way too damn much, in my opinion. I think that's his inaccuracy still pops up over time, over the course of the game. Like, it's going to come down to the run game. I expect like maybe Zach Moss to get activated. That was a surprising healthy scratch for Buffalo in week one. And I didn't really understand it, but they went side to go with Singletary and Matt Breda as their running backs for the game. But this is concerning to me because the Dolphins' defense gave up 125 versus New England. Damian Harris got 100 of those of him alone. And now Raekwon Davis, their starting defensive tackle, got put on IR. So Dolphins are going to be down a little bit in the defensive front. Bills have ran the ball very successfully against Miami in the past. And Miami actually is going to get some more offensive firepower back. Will Fuller is going to make his Dolphins debut Sunday. Uh, he said he was, of course, suspended for the first game because they back to last year. Um, so he's going to make his debut for Miami. And when you really look at Miami, you look at the receiving course. You got Will Fuller, Jalen Waddle played pretty well in his Rookie debut, scored a touchdown. You know, Albert Wilson, Mike Kosicki, who didn't even get the ball in the first week for some unknown reasons. But you really look at this athleticism and speed. Devontae Parker could also, he's aggressive. He can go up and get those one-on-one balls. Like, the skill players look like they're there this year for Miami. But the biggest question is Tua Tagovailoa, the quarterback. 202 yards in the opener. He had that one very bad interception that kept New England in the game and almost cost them the game there in the fourth quarter. So, and what cornerback for Patriots, he even said it, get after Tua, make him round up. He's going to try and throw the ball up in the air. You know, if his first read is not there, he's in trouble, which is true. The film doesn't lie. When Tua's first read isn't there, it's trouble for Miami. But when you have all this speed, it can kind of make up for it. Quick slants. There was a big couple plays from Miami against the Patriots where they threw a quick slants. Got the ball out of his hand quick to Waddle or Parker. And that helped out a little bit, right? So if he could just get the ball out of his... Offensive line is still suspect a little bit. They've had some injuries dealt with offensive line. Austin Jackson um, got activated off the COVID list. So he's the best suspected to play. Barrio Flores even came out and said... He's our guy at left tackle. So, um, looks like he's, he'll be back for the game. But it's going to come down to if Tua can just make the simple plays. But having Fuller, Waddle, Grant, Albert Wilson, Kasicki, when you have those guys that can get open and they're fast, get the ball out of your hands quick, see if they can make a play. Seems to be Miami's way of offense this year. And with Tua at quarterback, but Miami is scary being a fan of them because 
I'm not a believer in Tua, and the fans get on me, and the fans go crazy. They always want to defend Tua and whatnot, but it's like I want him to succeed, but I still have not seen anything that would make me think, hey, we can win a playoff game with this guy. So that remains to be seen. But, hey, you come out with a big victory this week, 2-0. and Bills to be 0-2, and, and you've won your two games in the division. So it's a huge Sunday coming up for Miami. Can Buffalo bounce back? Can Miami take a demanding lead early on in the season? It's crucial for this team. And Josh Allen... Get back. If we want to believe in you as that next guy, we were almost like we're putting you in MVP conversations last year. If you're the guys that come out and lose to Pittsburgh like that and have no continuity on offense, it's a shame. Stefan Diggs, look for a big game out of him this weekend, too. I expect Buffalo to bounce back and make it a damn good game. Prediction wise, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be at the game. So I got to say, Miami's going to win. <laughs> And you know, I'm having my doubts a lot because Buffalo and Josh Allen has played, specifically has played very well against Miami since he's coming to the league. So my next marquee matchup, my favorite one I'm really looking forward to watch this weekend is uh, Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Chargers. Prescott threw for a ridiculous 58 times against the Bucks on the opening Thursday night for week one. 403 yards, looked impressive. Looked like that fracture ankle had no factor. He pretty much picked off where he left off before the injury. He looked pretty damn good. Zeke, on the other hand, 11 carries, 33 yards. Only 39 scrimmage yards. For Dallas Cowboys to beat this Charger team, Zeke is going to have to get involved. You cannot sit around and throw the ball. We know where you have your weapons. Amari Cooper came alive. We got C.D. Lamb. One of the big injuries, though, is Michael Gallup is out. Randy Gregory is out. Lyle Collins is out. So they're already getting hit with a little bit on the injury bug already. Well, that's what they have to do. They have to get Zeke involved. Because you don't go up against Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, this is the guy I want to, uh, you know, win MVP. This is my favorite, no, little sleeper team. Come out of the AFC. Come out of the AFC West. I love the Chargers this year. I'm high on him. Justin Herbert had an incredible rookie year. Incredible arm. 337 yards in the first game versus Washington's defense. Who he thinks is elite, has an elite defensive line. He was able to shred him. And with Eckler coming out of the backfield, catching passes too, with underrated Keaton Allen and Mike Williams too. That wide receiver team is underrated. Mike Williams Keaton Allen is so underrated. The big acquisition of Jared Cook was huge. I don't see Dallas stopping them at all. Dallas Cowboys defense is in trouble. They were in trouble versus Tom Brady. They were that big place in Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Gronk. They couldn't stop anybody. They aren't going to be able to stop the Chargers either. They were in trouble. It's going to be a shootout for them to keep in the game. You're going to see another like 41-34 type of game. If you want to be close. But his Chargers defense is super underrated too. Derwin James is back. Ball hawk. You don't want to go across the middle against him. Very underrated course of injuries. Past couple years of his career. Derwin James is back. Bosa's back. 
Zach Martin may be back in the line for the Cowboys, but you lose Lyle Collins. Now you got the pass rush coming at you. This could get ugly for Dallas. They're not careful. So, I mean, I got the Chargers in a route in this one, but I expect big things. I expect Dad Prescott. If you were into fantasy football, this is a game to circle. Circle Justin Herbert. Make sure Dak start and make sure Mark. You know, they're probably getting a lot of garbage points. Make sure you maybe start CeeDee Lamb, Mari Cooper. For the Chargers, Herbert, Eckler. I'll start Keenan Allen. I'll start Mike Williams. I will start everybody on that offense because they're going on the state up, destroy Dallas's defense. But Dallas is going to get a lot of garbage yards. Dak's going to have be one of the greatest fantasy, you know, guys. If you're in the fantasy football, a lot of us are. I'm in it. I'm in a league of a, of a own right now. Start whomever on offense on both these teams. Because there's going to be a lot of points scored. A lot of yardage. But I expect the Chargers to come out away with a big victory. Go up 2-0. And they're in division. Alright, now the next one I want to get into is another primetime game with for the Ravens. As they face the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. Now, this is one I had really circled before, but now I'm not really too sure about. There's some other great, you know, matchups going on in the week. Some intriguing ones, like I would maybe interested in 49ers and the Eagles or the Saints and Panthers. You know, see if Jameis Winston can duplicate that five touchdowns against Green Bay. Like, you never know, but this is one of the ones I had on here. Uh, and it is still intriguing. It's primetime football. This is another one that can get, I think, can get ugly real quick. That's why I put in my, my marquee matchups because Lamar Jackson. Baltimore Ravens have been hit with injury after injury after injury after injury. They had a Monday night football game. We thought they won against the Las Vegas Raiders. And the wild finishes going back and forth. Some craziness happened. They end up losing the game in overtime. Mark Jackson and crucial fumble. Can he rebound? And the thing that I don't like about this Ravens defense right now, or Ravens offense, is to say, the running backs. Why didn't they hand the ball off more? I know you've lost everybody. J.K. Dobbins, out for the year. Gus Edwards, out for the year. Tyson Williams was elevated up. He was actually, what, the fourth-string running back going into camp? Now he was a starter. He broke off a great 35-yard run there on fourth and one for a touchdown. It it seems like the guy is pretty fast. May not be the best in terms of pass blocking. It seems he missed some assignments maybe a little bit during the game, but... For the way he ran the ball, I was kind of impressed. Of course, they signed uh, Latavius Murray. They got Le'Veon Bell on the roster. They signed Devontae Freeman to the practice squad. We'll see if Bell maybe gets into action and maybe they activate him up to the active roster. to go with Latavius Murray. But it seems like Latavius Murray is going to be the guy. Um, but Tyson Williams had a few nice runs, and they kind of stopped giving him the ball. Finished with 69 yards. What do you have, like on 10 carries or something like that? I didn't understand why he didn't get the ball anymore. It seemed like they tried to put it all on Lamar Jackson's hands and says, go win us the game. Yeah, huge completions of Samuel Watkins. Beautiful pass down there. Um, set up a touchdown by Murray in the fourth quarter. Like He made some good throws, but his inaccuracy is still a problem. They're just injuries. Rashad Bateman, their first-round pick, didn't play. He's going to be still out. Um and now they, I think they just lost their guard. Starting guard for the... This, what is going on? Who's the trainers in Baltimore? Everybody's getting torn ACLs. Also, a thing to note, when it comes to Lamar Jackson, he's 0-3 against Pat Mahomes. So, 
And it may very well be 0-4 after the Sunday night. I picked Baltimore to win this division, but man, injuries after injuries, it, you can overcome a couple injuries. But sometimes it's just, if it keeps going like this, and losing Marcus Pierce at corner two is a huge loss. With a torn ACL, everybody's tearing their ACLs. And Lamar Jackson, this team, Mark, yeah, I get Mark Andrews better involved. He only had three catches, 20 yards in the opener. He needs to get more involved in the passing game. Um, and Lamar Jackson and Sammy Watkins need to develop some chemistry fast for it, too. Um, but Baltimore, they got their hands full playing Kansas City. Pat Mahomes. They were down to Cleveland game in the week one. And they just, it's Pat Mahomes. It's Tyreek Hill. It's Travis Kelsey. Like, it's just unfair. You think playing with them at Madden's unfair? They go around and play the game like a Madden game sometimes. You're just like, how in the world did he make this crossbody throw like 60 yards down the field? How did Tyreek Hill even see the ball? How did he time it perfectly? Like... It's incredible to watch. It's a marquee matchup. You never know what happened. A couple of former MVPs going at it. Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes. Chiefs. Defense is a little suspect. They've been lining up Chris Jones, which I liked, at defensive end some too. He's a defensive tackle. Now he's getting moved around the line a little bit, and I like it. Chris Jones had a, you know, <laughs> I saw him at the end of the position. I'm like, oh, my goodness, this big guy's out. They're playing defensive end. So he can get away from those double teams most of the time. And he was wrecking havoc. I like that move for him. And a little different on the defensive side of the ball. Chris Getting Chris Jones, moving him around the line because he's one of the best in the league. So that's a good thing that Kansas City looks like they're doing this year. But uh, this, I, can the Ravens overcome it all? I don't think they can overcome all these injuries. And for this game, I got the Chiefs winning the game. But um, Baltimore, as the season goes, can Lamar Jackson oh, get to that next level? He's been an MVP. We all know he can run the ball. He's fast as lightning. He's very crafty. You know, it's hard to bring him down. He can get away and then take it to the house at any time. He's like today's version of Mike Vick, except better. So um, let's see how it goes forward for him. Can he do it? It's a lot to ask out of the guy, but he's got to take that next level step in the passing game to be that elite quarterback, especially we've seen the woes in the in the playoffs. It has not been good for Baltimore with Lamar Jackson, the quarterback. But they have to establish a run. They have to figure out who their running back is and who they're going to play because that all depends on the running game. Then it opens up play action. That's when Mark Andrews gets involved. As we can get Marquise Brown down the field on those deep routes. You get Sammy Watkins and Rashad Bateman. If he comes back, that can add another element. So if they can get the running game going and figure out who their lead back can be, Baltimore can change it around You know, a lot earlier than we think. But these injuries are really piling up. And for the Chiefs, they're always going to be the favorites coming out. Don't sleep in my chargers. Give them a run for the money. That's the games I'm looking forward to this year when those two get guys, when those two guys match up, those two great teams. That's the matchup I want. Um, 
that would be definitely be in our marquee matchup list. But anyways, this is our my marquee matchups. Just want to highlight, especially these three specific games, and give a take on them all and my thoughts. So there's that, and that'll do it for today's episode. It's game on this week too. Those my looking very looking forward to it. I'll be in Miami for the Buffalo Miami game. Can't wait for it. Home opener there in Miami. So I'll be there doing that, doing some covers there. Uh, be sure to check out the official we- website, <laughs> feeleheatentertainment.com. It's F-T-H-G, feeleheatent.com. Remember, we're available on every Monday and Wednesday. Sports Talk from the Crib is on every single streaming platform. So check it out every Monday and Wednesday on all streaming platforms. And social media at feeleheatent. It's feeleheatentertainment on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Go check it out. And... The official website. We're gonna post some mark some blog segments up there for you guys to interact with. And check out the merch store. Till then, I'll see you Monday recapping week two. Peace.